0: Happy Mother's Day. Day.
1: (laughs) Hi guys, I'm Noemi Gaines. I'm Sharnika Howard. And this is the Happy Mother's Day podcast. That was good. That was good. It always takes, like, all of our conversations take a turn. And I love that because I I like to start our podcast kind of talking about ourselves and always leaving, you know, the listeners with a nugget, something to do. Mm -hmm. And we never know what it's going to be, but it always leads to that. And I think for me, the biggest takeaway that I got was um, understanding that I can have a partner and a tribe and it's not selfish of me to use both. I think that's, that was my underlying like thing Mm -hmm. is that like, well, I have a husband that I can bounce things off of and that I could tag team with. And, you know, like I want to make sure that me and him can handle our stuff without realizing that like, I need my girls too. Like, it's okay to go to my girls and be like, yeah, my husband's doing a great job, but I'm like also tired. Like, can you, Watch E so that he can have his time and I can have my time. You know, like, it's not just, we don't have the baby, so it's us, us, us time. Mm -hmm. You know, I think prioritizing me and and figuring out what I need and also giving him that space to have his own time, too. I never thought about, you know.
0: Yeah. And seeing the beauty in both of our situations. Absolutely. Like, both are such blessings. Such blessings. Um, And it's a matter of perspective and... Living your truth and being open to changes and extending grace upon yourself. Absolutely. Going the next step in your self-care or taking the next step toward um, self-care. Because like we said, and you'll hear in the episode, 10 minutes in the car is not enough, enough. mama. Not enough. Do the next right thing. Yep.
1: And give yourself options. Do the trial and error. 10 minutes might work today, right now, Mm -hmm. because it's all you have. But... You know, make that note in your mind where it's like, okay, I need a, I need a self-care thing. So I'm going to take another 10 minutes to plan what my long-term self-care plan is going to be this Therapy,
0: week. spa, traveling, village, mm-hmm. whatever that is.
1: Margaritas with your girls if that's what you need. But Indeed. make the time for it. Yep. Happy, Mother's Happy, Mother's Happy Mother's Day.
0: Happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day. Hey, girl. Hey. <laughs> so, yeah, Queenie woke me up this morning. At 6 a.m. and I was planning to sleep until like 8. And, um, but it was like you know, sweet kisses and telling me about her dream. So I could use a nap. It's you know, I'm looking forward to one later today <laughs> if I can get one. Um, but that's it. How
1: are you? I'm good. I'm really good. I feel like work is more manageable. I actually advocate it for myself. Mm, do tell. Um, I do feel like I've been pretty overworked the past couple of months. And I'm typically the type of person that like always going over and beyond for work. Like that's just always been my personality. It's just like, oh, you want two pages? I'm going to get you five. Just extra for no mm-hmm. reason. And I feel like you know, now that I'm really spending more time on the things that I typically enjoy outside of work, because it used to be just work, work, come home, be a mom, and then, you know, fun stuff on the weekends. But now like I'm juggling a lot more things. It's like, okay, well, I'm going to block off my calendar and I'm going to commit like hourly to things as opposed to like, it's eight hours in a day. I'm just going to spend it. No, like I'll spend four hours on this project, a couple hours on this project. I'll get the work done, Mm -hmm. but it's not... You know, I I'm prioritizing myself and fitting in the other things that have to fit in that way, as opposed to like putting myself last and giving myself whatever's left. You know, in left-overse. the day. Yeah, like I'm. I deserve way more than left Absolutely. You know, but. I'm feeling better about it. And I think like I felt that way, but then I wasn't like confident enough to say it. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, I just had a really honest conversation with my manager. I don't know if I told you, but my mentor was promoted and now she's my manager.
0: I think you mm-hmm. you, you told me it was going to happen. So yep, it's official. It's official.
1: Okay. So um, having that comfort and that trust to kind of like enter that conversation in that way and then advocate myself through that. And we actually brought some um, changes to the team mm-hmm. on how... How to prioritize us and the other people in my position, how to prioritize our time and just letting people know like, hey, by the way, the workload for April is twice as much as it's been. Um, And, you know, that's great that the company is doing well, but we need to move things around. So can we move this back? Um, And I never would have done that by myself. But having like a team of people who really prioritize like wellness and like, Mm -hmm. you know, just... I, I don't want to, I don't, I know this is alarming, but mental safety. Like, it's really yeah. a safety thing. So, having people and having a company that really prioritizes that and then puts it to action just That's makes dope. me feel better. Like, I just feel like I can handle it now.
0: And we thrive when we feel safe. Yeah. In yeah. all areas of our mm-hmm. lives.
1: Mm-hmm. You're
0: right. I love that girl. So much. I feel like as a
1: listener, like, do you feel the growth? I feel like my conversations from episode (laughs) one to now, it's like I'm actually learning and taking the tools that we talk about in the podcast and applying them to my life. And it works. So do it, guys. Do Do it. it. Do it.
0: Block those calendars. Yes. So I block my company calendar Saturday evenings. So if you didn't, if you're not already on there, you won't get Mm Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and then I put chunks of time in between meetings because I hate when people you see that I'm booked why would you
1: Fit yourself in. Don't do that. Yeah. I block, I block off every morning. Eight to ten is blocked off because like that's, that's the time that I really, I actually start working around like six thirty, seven o'clock. I'm an early bird and I'm way more productive in the morning. Mm -hmm. But between eight and ten, like that's when I read all of my emails. That's when I respond to people. I don't want to have to stop to join a call or to, you know, exactly. So I block that and then I block, um, Right after lunch, I block an hour after lunch because sometimes I need to recalibrate. Mm -hmm. So it's just like, okay, I'm back. Let me check my emails. I only check my emails twice a day. Okay. And like, if it's urgent, we have teams, you can message me. Mm
0: -hmm. But
1: like, I, I used to be the person that just texts an email every single like second. If it's important, mark it as important and then I'll see it. But other than that. I don't have that job where I need to be accessible in that way all yeah. the time. So I'm not going to create that stress for myself if I don't need
0: to do it. So does that spill over in your personal life?
1: Um, do I block off time in my personal life? Yeah. <laughs> no. I know the answer. That's I'm <laughs> no, I don't. But what I have done, I'm getting there. What I do now is I'm done at work at four. Mm -hmm. like my team my personal team is actually in la and i'm sure it's frustrating because four for them is like right afternoon um but four o'clock is emory time well actually four Mm -hmm. to five thirty is prep for emory time because Kier does pick up but when emory comes home she has my undivided attention i'm not working when i used to work when she would come home and try to you know get a couple hours in like no i get that in in the morning instead so Mm -hmm. me and her wake up really early Kier sleeps in um, so we do breakfast, we hang out, I pull up my computer, I'm doing work while she's eating breakfast, watching right. TV, we're talking, it's chill. Um, so that I can have that uninterrupted time with her at night. And Kira now does the night routine. So like my me time is actually, actually, yes, I, I do, it's not, it's not officially blocked off, but You're we're getting there. there. Mhm. So like 8 to 10 is uh, my me time. So I catch up on my shows, mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. listen to the podcasts, okay. you know, like I'll do any like, you know, I don't I don't really do creative work during that time. I find time during the day or on the weekends to do it, and I'm hiring out, I'm outsourcing.
0: No, that's my um, jam. I
1: know. I know. I outsource everything. But um yeah, I I'm better with my Good. me time. Um, now I have to work on husband time. I know in the first episode I said I was working on Mm. that. It ain't there yet. Which is a perfect segue to this episode. Yes. So,
0: and I, you know, I was thinking about like, um, what you said about like preparing for Emery when she comes home and then getting that time later, you know, as a single mom. Mm -hmm. I mean, anytime McQueenie's here, it's our time.
1: Yeah. You know?
0: And so I have to get that differently. Um, Which I do. Yeah, you get your me time. I do. I am committed to me first. Yeah. And when I had Queenie, that shifted initially. I think I just needed to make sure that I knew what I was doing like as a new mom. Mm -hmm. But once I realized that not many people know what they're doing anyway.
1: Nobody does.
0: um, I went back to... Prioritizing myself Mm -hmm. and, um, you know, making sure that I'm well and happy and peaceful because that spills over to Queenie and she gets the blessing of that. So, you know, when there is no one else here to help with the nighttime routine, Mm -hmm. Um, that is all on mommy. But what I do is once we've read our story, said our prayers, and she's asleep, um, I spend time alone Mm -hmm. reading or doing nothing sometimes i go to sleep yeah he goes to bed by like eight sometimes i go to sleep too Mm -hmm. but if not that's when i take that time for myself yeah after so i think that's a that's a huge difference like i don't i don't even know (laughs) what it would feel like to have someone else i kind of feel like i would be like what are you doing that is not how we do
1: this i know story of my life Ugh. But I've learned to not stress about it Yeah Because I, I feel like you and I are very similar In a sense that we're both very hands on mm-hmm. And I like It to be a certain way mm-hmm. Kier does not do it my way If it's up to Kier, she won't be in bed till like 10 <laughs> Kier made dinner last night We ate dinner at 9 Oh, I am my. grateful. Listen, I am grateful that I didn't have to cook. Exactly. I didn't have to, but you got to let that go. Yeah, and I think that like the hardest. Sorry guys, we didn't even intro what we talking about. Um <laughs> single rewind. mom life versus married mom life, man. <laughs> um okay, let me intro this by saying how this topic came across. Was telling me, Sharnika was telling me about um, your life, like just like the way that your life works and your schedule and like you do this at this time and that at this time and like your routines. And there was I was going to say a little bit. No, there was a lot of jealousy because it's just like. That's exactly how I would like to live my life. But there's another human in this family dynamic that does not work that way. Mm -hmm. And we butt heads a lot in the beginning because it's like she's a baby. There needs to be a routine. And these are the things she has to go to sleep at this time. She needs to eat dinner at this time. And that works if I do all of it. Mm-hmm. I can't say, okay, yeah, can you make dinner? But it has to be this food and has to be served at this time. And then she has to take a bath at this time. And then you have to read a story and then you have to put her to bed as if he doesn't have his own right. like, schedule. Right. And I was like, wow, like, I feel like your time is yours mm-hmm. when you had your time. And I feel like my time isn't. I could spend all day cleaning the kitchen, go to sleep and wake up and there's stuff everywhere. Right. <laughs> Damn, i would love to like leave the house and come back and it looks exact same way that i left it you know and i'm sure like with kira it's the same like when i clean up his stuff i don't know where it goes i just put it where it makes sense Mm -hmm. you know for me so like learning to live with someone while also caring for a child and trying to get all three schedules in sync takes a long time and we've been together I mean, like our family dynamic since he's been a, been alive, like for the past three and a half years, we still don't have it together. Right. And it's not when when daddy's on duty, the schedule is out the
0: window. completely
1: different. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't say out the window, but it's different. He's OK with her spent like going to sleep later. Got it. It messes with my schedule. You know what I mean? We kind of have to figure that whole thing out. Like, for example, she didn't wake up till 8.30 today, which makes sense because she didn't go to sleep till, like, 10. Mm-hmm. You know, but when I put, you know, when I'm on dinner duty, she usually goes to sleep closer to, like, 8 or 9, and her and I are awake together at, like, 6.30, 7. Right. You know? So it's just... It's just different. So different. I,
0: yeah. I mean, both are beautiful. Absolutely. You know, for me... You know, knowing very early on that I was going to be a single mom, um, it was really all about perspective. Like how how I got here and, and when I say that, I mean I was either going to be a single mom or I was going to be in a relationship that wasn't serving me well and I wasn't mm-hmm. going to serve it and it just wasn't what made sense for me or Queenie did not make it full term mm-hmm. like those were the options single mom miserable in a situation for the sake of mm-hmm. or my child didn't make it mm-hmm. and so being a single mom sounded really really good mm-hmm. and that has continued to be my perspective mm-hmm. on it uh, I mean I'm certainly open hey boo. no <laughs> um, I'm open too
1: bro law <laughs> Whatever you want.
0: But um, but it's peaceful, and I really love our time together. And we joke about this, like I in some ways I feel like I got the better end of the deal in the beginning. <laughs> yeah, but there will come a time where it would be really nice to have. The great thing is that, and let me say this: like Queenie has a father, and um, and and he will he will grow, right? You know, we all mm-hmm. grow, and and we make our decisions, so. I'm not concerned about that. And if God allows it, it's for our good. Mm-hmm. Whatever he allows, you know, people to be in our space or not, if he allows it, it's for our good. So there's peace there. Um, but, but she does have, you know, uncle daddy, which yeah. is what she calls.
1: <laughs> she calls care uncle daddy. That's the most beautiful um, thing in the world. You know, That's his Godfather. baby though. yeah, That's my best baby. friend. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Mm-hmm.
0: Listen, when she <laughs> prays at night, okay, she makes sure <laughs> she prays for uncle daddy. Um, But yeah, it's 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 a perspective thing for me. Like I'm just really grateful that she's here and that we have peace. Mm -hmm. And so doing the things are a blessing. At the same time though, you know, I lost one friend to childbirth. Yeah. Almost lost another. And so I carry a lot of that with me. Um and so it's a joy to do this. Um even you know when she's on one,
1: right? <laughs> because I think of the
0: alternatives, though. Mm-hmm. Um, so I and I think later on, though, <laughs> oh yeah, is when I'm gonna be like, who is the buffer between me and this little girl? Yeah. And I think that that's where it's gonna be beautiful to have. Well, let me say, not then. It's, it's already beautiful. Yeah, it is yeah. already beautiful mm-hmm. to raise a child in a home. With people who love her, mm-hmm. and and I think that's all that's important. Yeah. So Queenie has that, and she will always have that, and Emery has that, mm-hmm. right? So that's that's the bottom line on that. But as they grow and become, you know, young ladies and 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 experiences the changes that we all do, it would be nice to have someone in this home as a yeah. buffer. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But I do like. I trust the decisions that I make for Queenie.
1: You make amazing decisions. Thank you. I trust the decisions you make for <laughs> Queenie, and I make the same ones for every. Like, girl, what you doing? Okay, I'm gonna do the same. Thanks.
0: <laughs> so, thankfully, you know there is that, and I think that that's what makes my situation peaceful because I don't want to ever. Now, I'm not. I'm not gonna live anything but my truth. Mm-hmm. I'm doing this thing. Mm-hmm. I, it's, I can do this. Um you sure can. But I don't want to you know, trivialize it either. Um, because being a mom like anything is work.
1: Absolutely. You know,
0: so having Absolutely. additional help is awesome and mm-hmm. support and love in a home is amazing. But I think sometimes um as Women as single moms or otherwise, we get this idea of what our life is supposed to look like. Mm-hmm. And we stop thinking about what's actually best for us. Mm. And we Girl, and we yes. harp on what we thought it would look like. Yes. So it's like, well, I have a baby with this person. I have to be with them. Mm-hmm. Well, no, but what about your peace mm-hmm. and what that looks like in the home for your child? And, you know, so we just all make decisions based on a number of factors. And I will say that that committing to myself regardless of what was growing inside of me was the best decision I have ever made in my life Mm -hmm. and I made some decisions but (laughs) that was the best decision um was kind of seeing it out and taking it Mm -hmm. is the way I put it Mm
1: -hmm. beautifully said (laughs) so beautifully said and I think like Just seeing the way that you mother is so inspiring. And it's like, you know, even looking at my friends that are single moms, like I go to you and, you know, like, you know, our other friends and I go to you and I'm like, okay, well, my biggest issue was how do I do that? How do I go back to me? Because I think. With having another person, I told you this before, it's like having someone else to care about Mm -hmm. and having someone else to prioritize. And I think like it's cute when I say that I put myself first, but like what evidence do I have where I actually do that? And, you know, I don't. You know, I don't and I feel like from the married perspective, I looked at my parents and I looked at traditionally what women looked like in these kinds of relationships and a lot of times they were last. You know what I mean? They they prioritized themselves. They didn't, that's actually what it was. Mm-hmm. They didn't prioritize themselves. And I know for me I just struggled with like, okay, I only have 24 hours in the day. Do I allocate? Before I used to allocate it by day. It's like, okay, I have to give this time to this person, this time to that person, this time to work, this time to this. Whereas I kind of look at it from a, from a larger lens, like from a week, like today, I may not, I may not have time for you, boo. You know what I mean? Or I may not have time for me to to do this spa day, but I'm I'm allocating Saturday to do it, mm-hmm. and like giving myself a little bit more grace in that sense, because I would just look at myself at the end of the day and be like, dang, I ain't spend no time on me,
0: mm-hmm. I didn't do nothing for mm-hmm. myself,
1: and then you walk into the second day and you're like, ugh. I'm not going to have time for myself. When you walk into the third day and you're not really looking at things like at a glance. So when you said perspective, perspective can mean so many things, yeah. you know, and I think for me, I had to look, I had to kind of like do a larger look at my life and figure out, okay, I'm blocking this time off. I'm blocking mm-hmm. this day off. I'm blocking this week off at the end of the month. But whether you're married or single, it's still work yeah, it is still Mm -hmm. work. Cause there were times, like you said, I, I definitely thought that (laughs) you had it a little bit better as far as like time. (laughs) I'm like, yo, how does she have the time and the money and all of this stuff to do these things? But at the same time, I look at my life and I'm like, I do have a buddy that I can tag in or tag out. You know what I mean? Like I have that. And while the struggle is different, Neither is better or worse. Mm -hmm. In some ways, you know, like, like you said, thinking about when the kids are like, you know, preteens and Mm. stuff like that. Kira and I have had these conversations since before he was born. (laughs) We have mapped out the strategy. Like, we have a really good, like, how are we going to tackle E? Like, she might be little, but. Right. We Listen, I'm right. going to need somebody to, like, exactly. run, run this play with because we need to be united front the way that we tackle this. So I definitely see the benefit and the blessing in having that partner. But I think recognizing that it's work, regardless, regardless. of what your home life mm-hmm. is, and, like, shifting your perspective to see, uh, like, see everything at a glance really, really helps.
0: Yeah, it does. It does. I
1: don't know, man. Life is life. Life be life. Like I before.
0: <laughs> so I'm going to share this. and But yeah, I remember truth, girl. one day we had talked and, you know, great chat and you were good. And then when Kier got here to pick up Emery, I was like, how's my girl talking about you? Mm-hmm. And he was like, she's tired. Yeah. And I'm like, well, I thought to myself, like, does she not know she's tired? I do know I'm tired <laughs> <laughs> because when you're tired, you should take a rest. You should take rest, and so that's when I was like, well, "She can step." Like, yeah, you know. But I think you're getting better. I think sometimes you try to push through. I think we all do that, though. Yeah, I think my
1: biggest issue sometimes is in marriage. Like, of course, marriage is a partnership. But we're also very different and we deal with very different issues. And sometimes I would vent to my husband things that I probably should vent to my girlfriends about or, like, my fellow mothers about. Because it's it's very different dynamics being a mother and a father in a relationship. Mm-hmm. And I think as a mother, we naturally have those nurturing, you know, kinds of things. And, like, I love my husband, but he wouldn't think, like, let me grab the baby and... uh See if Noemi's homegirl wants to hold her for a night. Like he, Kier wouldn't come to you and be like, "Hey, can uh, can Emery spend the night?" You know what I mean? Like it's just not. To, it's just not something naturally that he wouldn't do. And I think sometimes I forget to come to you and say, "Like, girl, I'm That's tired." That's why I just do it. Yeah, yeah. So I think in that situation, like. Even though your husband may be your partner, like, your your girls are part of your tribe, too. And yeah. it's like, we don't, Kira and I don't have to do this alone. But I think because we have each other, mm. we lean on each other so often.
0: Oh, my God. What? So, because I don't have that, I lean on my village. Yeah. Yeah. Right? And even before I had kids, like, I was a part of villages. And so, I always had everybody's job mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. I recognized, like... You know, a lot of my friends were married, and so I felt like the couples needed time, mm-hmm. or mommy needed a spa day. So I would take their kids. Mm-hmm. Um, But that's part of. I think not. Not I think I know that that's why life is peaceful for me is because I have like such an amazing village. Yeah, I have people that I can call on to support me with Queenie to take her for a few hours. You know, like yeah. you, you know you yeah. and her godparents. Mm-hmm. Um But I get it. Yeah, it's
1: and it's not. And it's not to say that I don't have, you okay, know, yeah, a village. I, know. I think it's just sometimes like, well, I have care. That's my partner. So that's who I lean on. Mm-hmm. So like he leans on me, you know, when he's tired, I lean on him. And sometimes we forget that, you both. that we both have our own individual villages. Wow. This is really a breakthrough for me because I don't think him and I ever talked about this. Um, and we're shooting a sit down talk today and I'm going to mm-hmm. bring this up into conversation. And I think that's what it is. Like, I think that... I don't, I don't go to you first to say, hey, girl, I'm tired. You tired too? I go to him. <laughs> and then he go to me. And, then and we both ti- be tired. Both tired. Yeah. And it's like, I had to learn and I'm still learning that like, my village doesn't replace my exactly. partner. It's in addition to. Mm-hmm. It's just very hard to, to figure out how that works because it's also boundaries. Mm-hmm. It's like, what's for him and what's for y'all? You know what I mean? Like, who do I vent to about certain things? You know what I mean? And I think that like, especially when you're early on in a marriage, you're trying to establish that trust system in a different way. Like, of course I trust my husband in our relationship, but we're both trying to figure out who we are as parents. And it's like, he looks at me and thinks I'm the best mother in the world. And I look at him and I think that he's the best father in the world. And we don't always feel comfortable coming to to each other about what we're struggling in our roles as parents. Because we recognize that the other person is doing a lot too. Mm -hmm. And I think that's too much. That is way too much pressure on a relationship. That's way too much pressure on a marriage. On a person. On a person, on anything. And I think, like, through the pandemic and through, like actually only being with each other for a really long time that we are now finally getting to a space where we can reach out to our individual friends and to our tribes and fill our cups in different ways. Kira isn't the only person who can fill my cup. You fill my cup. You fill my cup often. Mm -hmm. You know, my other girlfriends fill my cup. My mom my mom filled my cup this This morning. morning. You know, you know, my dad fills my cup. And I just think that, traditionally when i got married it's like you're, this is your partner this is got your it. person and yeah he's he's the number one you know what i mean he's yeah. my husband but i have i have other people on my team too you know what i mean and they serve us mm-hmm. you know as as a couple and support our marriage but they also serve me as an individual as exactly. a mom as a friend as a sister um so i just think that like I need to lean on that and understand that difference and and kind of carve out what that looks like now that I'm married. Because that's hard. I bet. That is really hard. And I'm even thinking now about like how my my friendships have changed, you know, since I got married. And it's like, that's a whole nother thing to to figure out. But Mm -hmm. I think it starts with
0: that. I get it. What a breakthrough. I know. (laughs) And now I'm thinking about myself. Like, I am okay with asking for help. Um, from safe spaces, like mm-hmm. for people that I trust. I remember when Queenie was, I'm a huge Jay-Z fan. <laughs> I haven't missed a show since 98. Girl. And And Queenie was born in September and he did a show here in like that November. And I, I remember my friends texting like, are you going to get tickets? Like, what are you <laughs> going to do with Queenie? I was like, I'm going. Mm-hmm. That was my first outing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had a ball, and did I think about Queenie? I mean, maybe, but, <laughs> <laughs> but she was with someone I trusted. Her, you know, her godmommy, and um, yeah, I will rely on. I will yeah. reach out. I will reach out, but I, I mean, I think that's probably. I, I see that in in other areas of my life as well, but with Queenie, it's likely a product of the circumstance. Yeah, I have to do that because. Not just with Queenie, honestly, with work, with volunteering, with anything. I'm no good if I'm not at my best. Yeah. Like, if I am not well rested, if I have not poured into myself or feel like I'm continuing to do the things that I enjoy and love, I am no good. Mm -hmm. And I haven't seen it because I'm committed to it, honestly. But I can't imagine mothering Queenie and being on Empty... I think I would be frustrated with her like she's 3. Yeah, for she's sure. going through these like crying spells. I can't imagine doing that the way that I would like to do it, right? Mm-hmm. At the level I want to parent her if I'm on E or not relying on the support around me. I don't mm-hmm. think I would do as good a job as I as I could.
1: Understood. Yeah. yeah. But we
0: are all doing the best we can. We really so. are.
1: We really are. And it's a constant like once I Sha I said this before, I think this was in a unreleased episode.
0: What did I <laughs> listen? Say, girl?
1: We tried we tried this this podcast so many <laughs> times and we got like unreleased episodes because the sound was weird and mm. you know, there are a lot of things. But you said something about the storm. And like when mm-hmm. I'm thinking about the struggle and growth, like yeah, growth isn't just like a step process like okay you didn't know this and now you do it's like a constant roller coaster and sometimes it's going to feel great and sometimes it's going to be confusing and sometimes you're going to feel stagnant but like you never know when it's going to hit you next Mm -hmm. and i just feel like if we look at not even just motherhood um but just like life in general if we look at it in that way it's never going to feel too much because yeah. we know that this is just a moment. This mm-hmm. is just a, an area that we're growing. And then you're going to have an area we're going to be coasting for a bit. Exactly. You know. And then something else is going to hit you. Yeah. And I think for me, like looking at motherhood, my relationship, How I communicate with the people I love, how I prioritize myself, you know, all of these things are separate journeys that are constantly happening and they're going to have dips and flows and it's just going to work that way. Mm -hmm. And I think realizing it and understanding it in that way really helps me personally because I never had that perspective before. It's like, okay, I know mom, this is how you do it. And then that's it. (laughs) Girl, no, (laughs) that's never it. (laughs) Because you Ever. might know something today. Yeah. And tomorrow it's different. It's
0: so different.
1: hmm mm-hmm. And that's life. Yeah, that's life.
0: But I do want to, because I never want, uh, I'm just thinking of all perspectives and everyone who might be listening. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I'm a single mom. I have an amazing village. You have an amazing village and a husband. Um, but then there's some who don't have either. Yeah, And, you know, what that looks like. And so I just want to say that, again, we're all doing the best that we can. And if you don't have, you know, an amazing support system that you trust and can go to, um, there are ways to get that. Mm-hmm. You know, if you open yourself up right. to it, you um, if you find pockets of time to start to connect with other women i mean here in our area we have like district motherhood yep. and i know that it can be difficult as adults to meet new oh, absolutely. you know friends and acquaintances but um but there are outlets for it
1: there are mom um, groups there are mom mm-hmm. groups
0: and it's just really important to allow yourself to be open to it
1: that's the hardest part I know. That's the hardest part, being open and also being vulnerable Mm -hmm. to sharing, Mm
0: -hmm. you know what I mean,
1: those struggles. Because, you know, with moms, we're bosses. We're super moms. At least we aim to be, Mm -hmm. you know? And I think sometimes it's really hard to say, like, hey, I need help. The cape is whacked. though. It's not even cute. At all. It's not even cute. It's janky. It's raggedy. Raggedy. Like, (laughs) come on now. But, like... If you are a mom, like Shar said, that is in that position, know that there are other moms out there. Mm-hmm. And I guarantee you, in a safe space, if you're like, hey, is anybody else feeling this? Mm-hmm. People will be like, sis, leave it. Yeah. Like, same. And I just think that, like, I would love for the motherhood community. And I'm starting to see it a lot more on social media where we're like, You know, even on TikTok, those funny videos where we talk about, like, real lives of (laughs) of mothers. um, But the more we talk about it, like we're doing on this platform, I think people will listen and relate. Yeah. And that's where that connection starts. We just have to start talking about it. Because the more we talk about it, the more people can relate. The more people can say, like, Yeah that's actually true. Or yeah, I actually dealt with that. And this is what I did Mm -hmm. to kind of overcome that. Mm -hmm. So it starts with the conversation. It continues with allowing yourself to be vulnerable and it thrives when you're open and you find other women that are in that space. I want to talk about that.
0: And trusting yourself. Like when, when something's off, I start trying to figure out, okay, what's on my plate that shouldn't be here. What's disrupting my peace Okay, I should chat with my therapist, or mm-hmm. or is or will the spa cure this one, or what is it? Do I need to paint? Mm-hmm. Do I need to send Queen over with Emery? What is it? And trusting it, and and working to remediate it quickly. Yeah, like don't don't sit on it. We talked about this before. Like, um,
1: I think it was the last episode. You said something about the plate.
0: Oh, really? <laughs> you did. But no, I think it was even before when we were recording, and yeah, p- previously mm-hmm. we talked about like taking. Whatever you think self-care is to the next level. Yes. It's not 10 minutes in the car is not enough. Mm -mm. That 10 minutes that moms get and they're like, that was my self-care. No, Mm -mm. that is not enough. Okay. These kids will take you out. Exactly. You need more. Mm -hmm. You know, great. it was great for that day, perhaps, Mm -hmm. maybe not. But is therapy next? Is a spa day? Is a solo vacation? Like figure out what's next and commit to doing the next best thing for you. Um, and, and maybe the next thing is a tribe yeah. and opening yourself up or maybe it's therapy or whatever, mm-hmm. but being committed to that.
1: Yeah. Commit to the first step. Yeah. Commit to the first the step. The next. Right. Hey. <laughs> That's from Frozen. Yes. Frozen got the gems. <laughs> um, hopefully you got what you needed from this episode. I know I did. Me too. Multiple breakthroughs, um, Multiple uh, friend tour sessions. That's really yes. what this is. Yes. Friend tours. Yes. Thank you. Thanks for listening. Uh, let us know if you got some nuggets. Um, until then, see you next time.
0: Happy month Happy Mother's Day.